Welcome to the Grow Your Business podcast. Listen in as we discuss all things business, growth, and marketing with business owners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs. And now, here's your host, founder of Roundhouse, the creative agency, Saul Edmonds. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Grow Your Business podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Nathan Wunsch from Property Pursuit around the topic of helping buyers and investors purchase property. Nathan, how are you today? Hi, Saul. How are you, mate? Yeah, really good. What's up? Not too much. Thanks for having me on, mate. It's oh, that- my pleasure. It's my pleasure, totally. We've got, um, yeah, we got a, I think this is going to be a pretty interesting topic today. I hope so. I'll, I'll <laughs> it will be. <laughs> I can tell you right now. <laughs> but it'll, um, what I'll, I'll get you to do, if you, um, if you wouldn't mind, just before we, we start sort of into the main part of the conversation um, for everybody listening as you are Nathan from Property mm-hmm. Pursuit uh, yes. to give everyone, I guess, a bit of an outline about the business, its history, the sort of services you provide and your role within the business as well. Yeah, sure, you? sure. I can do that. Um, so, uh, obviously, as you said, I'm Nathan Wunsch. Um, I'm from a business called Property Pursuit. Uh, we're a buyer's agency, a local buyer's agency uh, based in Brisbane. Um, the business itself has been uh, in operation since uh, 2003. So uh, in terms of you know, buyer's agency, we're probably one of the, uh, the longest serving, certainly within Brisbane, but, um, but even across the country, um, you know, the the segment of the the market that we work in is still quite in its infancy when you look at the you know the broad scope of you know real estate within Australia and what we do is um sort of at that um I guess the baby steps of, of where we're going but it's, it's grown dramatically in the last sort of 10 years um so we've been around for, for quite a long time um and uh was started uh, originally by our director uh, Megan Hetherington um and she's obviously still involved with the business and um I actually started with Property Pursuit um in 2014 um so I've been with the company now for, for six years I'm a partner um with the business and mm. um my background was actually um, in construction, so um, sort of totally different um, background and I guess I sort of landed in the role of a buyer's agent. Um, I, I honestly hadn't even heard of it, uh, probably a month before I was like, yep, I could do that job. Yeah. And um, at the time, like, so my sort of history, I guess, in, in terms of work history was, you know, I sort of came out of school, did an apprenticeship um, and um, and did a number of years just building homes, and then I um, sort of that evolved into uh, working as a a, um, a field civil engineer on a like a large construction prog- project uh, in central Queensland for about four years um, in like a fly and fly out capacity, mm. and so doing that um, you get bored at night watch pay TV in your room, and <laughs> when when that project was coming to an end, I was sort of you know, starting to contemplate what I was going to do next because I'd, I'd made the call that I wouldn't continue doing fly and fly out work. Mm. Um, and I saw a program about buyers agency in, um, in England, actually, at, at the time. I thought, gee, that's, a, that's pretty cool. I could do that. And um, so I searched on, online on Seek and, and there was an opportunity. And um, I thought, yep, I'll jump at that. I can, I can do that. And um, I now know that those opportunities literally don't ever come up it was just pure like it was almost meant to be that timing was ridiculous Mm. that um you know that I was you know considering it and looking at it at the time and I'd had for years I'd had a lot of um sort of passion and uh, great interest in in property obviously coming from a construction background I've been involved in and around houses for a long time um, Mm. leading up to that and I um I'd done you know some some buying and selling of my own and, and some renovations and those sorts of things. And um, it was something that certainly in the last couple of years of, of you know, when we were on that project, me and a, a number of other people on that site were, you know, talking about that was constantly the chatter on site and um, was about that. So it sort of made sense to go down that path. And when I started to look at what I would do after I finished that project, obviously I was considering, you know, maybe I'd just go and do what I always did. But um, I increasingly gave property... 
um, attention. And I just, the thing that I found difficult is I didn't think that um, selling agents, yeah, that being a selling agent was really right for me. It just didn't seem like the right fit for me. But um, the buyer's agency uh, side of, of, of the industry really spoke to me. Um, you know, it's very much about the, the client, um, you know, not so much about, say, the product or, or, the, or the sale of, of the property. Um, and I really love that, um, you know, that attribute of it and being able to get in-depth with the client and, and really help them and understand them and, and try and guide them and, um, you know, sort of combine two things that I'm, you know, really passionate about, you know, one being property and the other being, you know, helping people, you know, achieve, you know, a goal or something that they, you know, really, um, you know, passionately trying to aspire to. So, you know, that was sort of how I got involved with the business. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I guess... guess Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. On on that subject, actually, I I find that really um, interesting too, because you saying of of what you what you did before with building houses and being in that side of the industry, when you say it, um, you know, in the same conversation as what you're doing now, it makes a lot of sense to me. You know, if if you would. Um, like simply from the point of view of helping people, it's not in the same way, but it's still in the same industry. And there's still that, you know, I guess, am, am I right in sort of saying that there's that, that there's, I guess that similar drive mainly just to help people. And um, cause that was going to be one of my questions was that like, it's, it's perfect. I'm sort of segue into that, but you've already then answered it really. Mm. It's, it's what, you know, what uh, draws you, or what drew you into doing that with their property purchases anyway. But, you know, it sort of seems to be that you already had that in another form and then that kind of transferred itself into just another, um, I don't know, you could say housing, I suppose. So yep. um, forgive the pun, but <laughs> like the, you know, in, in, in a new kind of, I mean, a container like in this new environment, but same industry and for um, similar reasons. Would that be right? Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right there, Saul. And I guess, you know, it allowed me to bring a, a couple of other, um, you know, tools to the, you know, to, to the role as well. Um, you know, I could look at a property a little bit differently to say someone who hadn't had that background. Um, mm. You know, certainly I think there's a number of yeah, um, clients who have, you know, felt a lot of comfort around that. And especially one of the key parts of the process is obviously, you know, the, the physical inspection of a property and, and, you know, getting a sense for whether it's a, you know, a good quality home and how are the bones and um, is there any major issues that we can sort of spot pretty quickly. And, um, you know, given my, my background, I can, you know, look at that probably in a little bit more depth than say someone who didn't have that. And then the other part being that, you know, when you purchase a home, one of the key things you'll do is do a building and pest inspection and being able to fully understand the reports that come from that, be able to talk confidently with the inspectors about different aspects of it, definitely allowed me to bring, you know, that, you know, it's something quite important to the table there. Yeah, that would be, I mean, uh, that's once again, like another thing that I guess you don't really consider then when you're not, you know, an, an engineer, I mean, nobody really ever thinks in depth about, all, all the tiny little details about what other, other people do. But when, I mean, once again, you say it like that, that would be hugely relevant. But I would imagine too, like from, you know, say having been, been a, a buyer and a seller in the past, when we've, you know, when you've gone to, to buy something and the experience you have from, I mean, in, in our experience, that wasn't uh, ever a buyer's agent. It was the agent who was then mm-hmm. selling it. But I would imagine like someone who's in that role adding that extra value, um, even if it, it seems when we're talking about it like a, you know, something less significant would probably have been, I'm just sort of putting myself in, in that context again mm. and going, that would be amazing and it would be surprising, I would think actually, you know, if, yeah. if someone then all of a sudden had you know, a different level of experience that, you know, you completely, um, you know, you just assume obviously isn't there because people have a certain perspective about what they're going to get, I suppose, from that experience, you know, based on either past experience or what friends or family have shared with them. Yeah, exactly. And I think you're right. Like I think when you're, and this is the thing, 
that when a lot of people go into the, you know, the, the, the process of purchasing a property, um, number one, a lot of people don't do it that often. So you sort of forget the level of detail and all the little intricacies that you've got to think about and, and go into. Yeah. Um, and you, um, so, you know, having someone to really, I guess, point that out and walk you through those things. And, and one of those being, you know, understanding, you know, the building and pest situation and understanding the quality of the home and those sorts of things to, to walk you through that's pretty damn important. Um, and I think when you go into it, you're sort of going, oh, you know, this is easy. I just got to, you know, look on realestate.com and find a yeah. property that looks really good. And then we just, you know, pay the money and happy days. But there's, you know, about a hundred different steps in between those things happening to actually make that come together smoothly and not make a mistake. And I think that's where, you know, where we see ourselves there to, I guess, risk manage that and add some value to the clients from that perspective. Yeah. And it's a, it's, you know, for most people, it's going to be the biggest expense they're going to ever have in their lives. So, uh, and I mean, even on that score, it's hugely important, let alone if, if the property is then worth more, I suppose, or, or you, because I mean, for the most part, like it's still always super important, but the, to some extent, the level of, of stress and importance that people place on it, it tends to increase then with the cost too, you know, yeah. and, and, and I mean, it's always going to be more than anything else and it's going to be your new home, you know, maybe forever. And you're going to have to, you know, loan money. I mean, some, well, often, um, yeah. you know, to get that. Um, so, I mean, it's a, it's a huge responsibility. Like, I mean, people, I guess they, uh, I mean, no one's who, who is a part of an industry really, understands that but you know especially having myself personally good experiences mm. which which I, I have really for the most part i've had good experiences buying and selling with like you know good good people so yep. i suppose that i don't know whether that's um lucky or, or it's just like <laughs> how it goes i don't know that's just been my experience but but that does it's it's been so important especially in depending on your life circumstances at the time too, if and, yep. if and why you're buying or, or selling. So and that's um, it. Yeah. And I think, you know, that you sort of hit the nail on the head there that how, um, you know, number one, it's probably the most, you know, expensive item that most people purchase in their lifetime. You don't do it very often. And, and you know, to go hand in hand with the, the expense of this item that you're about to purchase in many cases, when it's someone's home, it's also one of the most um, emotional purchases that you'll ever make. Yeah. So there's a lot of um, you know, a lot of things that are you know I guess pulling in you know sometimes different directions there, and you know things that you've got to manage. Um, and for a lot of people, it is you know quite stressful. It's very time consuming. I think people you know sometimes forget that when you know, like we said before, when you when you don't do it that often, you sort of you know it's. Um, one of those things you sort of forget how much goes into it. And then yeah, very um, much so. you know, it is quite time consuming. And, and you sort of talk to people about, you know, I think we sort of, we looked into this and it's, you know, the, the average property purchase um, takes someone um, sort of roughly four months and about 200 hours, which works out to be about 10 to 12 hours a week of, you know, their time that they're having to put into it across all the various steps that you take to get to that point. And when you, you know, you know, I guess, you know, we could talk about both our own situations, but when you talk to someone and say, you know, if you had to find 10 to 12 hours in your week to, you know, put a focus on something else, do you think you could really do it properly? Um, most people will say, you know, I probably couldn't find two hours in my week to, you know, add to, you know, something else into what I'm doing. You know, yeah, absolutely. So busy these days. So, um, yeah, I think we enjoy that part of it to be able to take that stress and, and off the shoulders of a client and really be able to add some genuine value to them. And like you said before, you've had good experiences in terms of, you know, the buying and selling process in, in the more traditional fashion, which it has been, you know, roughly for, you know, a hundred years or so, the person that was involved in those transactions was a selling agent on both sides of the fence. And, and mm. that was just how it's been done. And to a, a vast um, reality is that most people still see it that way. You know, the most vast majority of people are just, you know, if they're going to buy a home, they're going to go to the local selling agent. 
um, I guess what we're trying to bring to the table there is just an understanding of, you know, the importance of having someone on your side to, you know, manage the risk and, and hold, you know, your hand through as a, as a buyer um, and be able to really deliver on that um, and try and, I guess, you know, reduce the risk, take the stress off and, and really hold someone's hand through that whole process. What are the, what would you say are some of the advantages then on the flip side then for real estate agents to actually be working with um, someone like yourself, like a buyer's agent? And I guess as a part of this, um, of, of, of your um, reply to this too, maybe just go into um, explaining a bit more about the difference between a buyer's agent and a real estate agent. Yep. Yep. I guess, so I'll touch on that first. So I guess the differences between the two and, and one of the things that, you know, people, you know, maybe sort of ask themselves a question of, you know, who's paying who. So, you know, the, the selling agent, they're being paid by the seller to, to sell their property. And it is their, it's their role to help that seller sell the property, um, you know, for the best possible price that they can get. That's their role is to do that. And obviously they're going to, help the buyers that they've got interested in those properties as much as they can um, through that. That's part of that role. Um, but the ultimate, ultimately their role is to, to sell the property for the, for the best possible price they can get for the seller. Um, mm. It's not necessarily to help the buyer buy it for the best possible price that the buyer can get it or hold the buyer's hand in terms of looking at, you know, maybe other properties out there that might be um, more suitable for them. So I guess, you know, the difference is, is I guess, if you're going down, let's say you've decided to, you know, you're going to buy a home and you're going to buy a home in Paddington. And if you were looking to, uh, you know, go down to the local real estate agency, talk to an agent there and, and, and see what they've got to offer. Generally, they're only really going to talk to you about either what they've got to sell or what their agency's got to sell, not the whole market. And what we can bring to the table, I guess, in, in a different sense to what the, the selling agent's doing is, you know, working on behalf of the buyer exclusively for them um, and really opening up all avenues and all possible properties um, that are out there in the marketplace. Mm. And that is, you know, both things that are listed online and, and things that are off market, which is a, you know, it's a bit of a hot topic at the moment because a lot of properties in this current um, climate are being sold either, you know, pre-market or, or, or off market as it may be. Um, so being able to access that as well is, is very helpful. And I guess, you know, overall, it's, you know, as I sort of touched on before, from a selling perspective, obviously the selling agent is there to, you know, hold your hand through that um, part of the process where we're there to, you know, I guess be the representative for the buyer in the transaction and make sure that they, um, you know, they're represented and, and, and protected through that process as well. Now, in saying that, there's a... I believe, and, and I think it's a growing um, realization too in the industry that there's, um, you know, buyers agents and selling agents aren't working against each other. We're working together. So mm. there's a real, and a, it's been definitely noticed significantly more in the last couple of years. A real um, cooperation between the two sides of the fence in terms of trying to help each other get the best result for, um, you know, for, for buyers and sellers uh, in, in the market as much as possible. And in terms of how, I guess, we tend to, to work in well with selling agents, um, there's a couple of, um, couple of things there. One, you will find, you know, selling agents who do understand that, um, you know, the, the two various roles. You know, I've often got people that um, they might have buyers that they've been talking to that are, you know, really looking to, to get into the market to buy something, but they know that they don't have a property or not going to have a property that's going to be suitable for this buyer. So it's an avenue for them to add value to that buyer to get someone who's going to go out there and then genuinely be able to have the time and that focus to help them find that right property for them. So they're really, they're doing a, a real service to that buyer by, um, you know, putting them in touch with us and, and letting us, you know, help them through that. And I can tell you now, like, you and I both know in terms of, you know, a good referral, people always remember that. So you can, you can almost guarantee that yeah, totally. you know, they'll remember that next time when it comes time to sell, they'll, you know, be coming back to that selling agent because they did the right thing by them in terms of that, um, that part of the process. Um, you know, often we'll work with selling agents where they've got, you know, they might have a client who would sell a property, but they need to buy something first. So we can help them, you know, help that 
particular client get past that hurdle first in terms of buying the property and finding the right place for them to move move into um, to then allow them to take that next step along the process of selling the property and that way it frees up that um, you know that seller to, to then engage that selling agent to um, you know to go down the path of that sale where they otherwise wouldn't have if they didn't find that property to buy so um, it's a good way to work together to you know help that particular client you know on, on both sides of the fence there in, in terms of you know two separate transactions um, so there's a number of ways there that um, you know that we can work together um, to help clients um, you know give them the best outcome that um, we possibly can um, in those transactions it would be I would imagine too it, it would actually be time saving for agents too surely wouldn't it yep yeah, yeah I have I this mean, conversation it, with agents a lot where it's not their their role isn't to you know talk to buyers and and go through a buyer understand a buyer's um, you know brief in in depth um, go and search the market for them in terms of properties that are out there that might be suitable um, you know take them around to those properties do the research for them that's not what they do and but that is exactly what we do so you know from a perspective of, and we touched on this before, you know, the selling agent, you know, yes, if they've got a property that they have um, listed that's, you know, could be a match for that buyer, they're obviously going to tell them and talk them through that, but they're not going to go to that extent of, you know, going out and researching the market and finding other properties with other agents and, um, you know, doing all the research to, to get them to that point and talk them through all those steps. But that's where we can come in and really um, add that level of service and value to the client. So it's a, it's a different role totally. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, a lot of selling agents get that. Um, and one in particular that um, we both know, Ben Knight from, from mm. Harcourts, um, you know, whenever he gets someone, you know, come across him, um, you know, saying, mate, can you help me? I'm looking to buy, can you help me? Um, you know, find something to, to purchase. He knows that he doesn't have the time and it's not his expertise to do that. And he'll almost, you know, every time refer them onto a buyer's agent to help them through that process. Yeah. Is the, um, I guess maybe then uh, another flip side of that too, is you never know if a buyer is at some point also going to become a seller at some point too. So the flow on effect from uh, the other way around too, like if you've got, I mean, like we both know a great relationships, um, you know, at the heart of everything, you know, so the, the, um, you know, the buyer's agent might obviously benefit um, from, you know, them doing their role very, very well. They're very specific, I mean, a set of tasks and then they, you know, at the same time, aren't really, aren't really selling either. Yep. And, and, and so it goes both ways. Um, I suppose have you have you had much experience with that? Like as, as in, I mean, that sort of context with people. It's certainly, and I guess, given the fact that we, you know, we've been in business for quite a long time, we we certainly do get that aspect of where we've assisted clients, you know, to purchase a property in the past, and then they're coming back and saying, "Yeah, you know what? It's time for us to, you know, move on and, you know, potentially sell a property or upgrade or whatever the case might be." So there's. There's absolutely opportunities there where we get to, you know, refer back to selling agents because we don't do that. You know, that's not our role. So yeah. when they're saying that, we're like, yep, no dramas. Um, you know, we, we, we're exclusively buyer's agents, so we don't sell any properties. But I guess where we can add value to that, that client at that time is to refer them to, you know, the quality um, selling agents that we know of either, you know, in that area or in the market at the time. So, you know, it does go both ways in that respect. And even, you know, when we, I was talking before about, now, being able to help selling agents that might have that seller who would sell but needs to buy something, you know, elsewhere. Hmm. One of the things that, you know, the selling agents like about, you know, being able to, you know, get a buyer's agent involved to assist through that process is the fact that in the vast majority of, of, of you know, I guess, interactions, we're the ones, the buyer's agents, the ones talking to other agents. So it sort of almost insulates that potential seller to come and, and we'll always try and, you know, have them come back to that, that selling agent who's referred um, to us so that that seller's not out there talking to, you know, 50 other um, selling agents potentially taking that sale elsewhere. Um, they can sort of protect that to an extent. So, you know, it, it's just working together to ultimately, um, you know, give that, that seller or that buyer, um, you know, the best experience and get them the best outcome they can. It, it kind of in, 
in some ways, like when when you're talking about it, I um, whilst the um, you know, the norm for uh, for so very long, you know, forever has has been like you were saying that the real estate agents have have had those two roles. You know, when when you're talking about it, it's it doesn't um, like it it almost sounds like it. Well, actually, it it totally sounds like the norm should always have have been that you should have a selling agent and a buying agent, even though that hasn't been the norm. That makes a lot more sense to me. You know that you would. Um, given like just everything we've been talking about, but also the level of importance that everyone places on it and, yeah. and all the other things that we've already discussed that it makes a lot more kind of sense. So I guess, I guess from that too, who, who would you say like in your experience within um, the, the industry and the business specifically, who generally um, mainly uses a buyer's agent. Is there is there um, a certain um, you know sort of person who's looking for a certain range of property, or is or is it very very broad? It's pretty broad, actually. I mean, you know, if I think of the clients that we you know have now and have had over the years, um, you know, it goes from first home buyers looking to first get into the market to experienced investors to you know, might have clients who are looking to upgrade into, you know, might be the fourth or fifth home they've bought in their lives and they're, you know, looking to upgrade and, and um, you know, take that next step up into a bigger family home or whatever the case might be. There's, there is a very broad range of, of people that, um, that, that look to use our services. I, reckon, I think that that somewhat speaks to maybe the idea that you were touching on there that it does make sense that, you know, you, if you, if you can, you would use, you know, a buyer's agent when buying and a selling agent when selling, um, especially given, you know, the importance and the, I guess, and the other factors around time and, and knowledge and those bits and pieces and, and the fact that it's a, you know, a very important and, and large purchase to have that, um, you know, experienced and, and professional representation on both sides of the coin when you're going through that process. Um, so it is, it is quite broad. Um, and I think that, um, you know, that certainly going to continue to, to open up um, as we move forward as well, you know, as more and more people understand what we do and what, um, you know, and, and the importance of, of what we bring to the table for, you know, buyers, I think that will, you know, continue down that path. Um, you tend to see that people that do use our services are people who, um, you know, maybe are open to or um, have in the past or, or used to, you know, you know, understand the value of paying professionals to do something that they aren't, you know, you know it isn't there in their, um, you know, it's not their expertise. You know, you know, they yeah, might, they're, they're an expertise in some other field, but they, when they do other things, they get experts in those fields to do those things for them. So yeah, I guess it's a mindset, isn't that. it? Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. It's, it's a mindset. I, I would, um, like I, I remember a time which I think was probably, um, probably before I met you, you know, those, mm. I mean, a number of years ago that I, I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I didn't even know what a buyer's agent was. That was my first experience actually <laughs> with, with knowing. So, you know, having experience with other things, real estate related and buying and selling, I still actually hadn't, hadn't actually come across that. So I'd actually, I'd be sort of interested to know too, like given that, it's still like for the most part, um, it's a newer part of the industry. Like it's not new anymore, but mm. how do you, um, how do you mainly then get leads or educate people around it? Is it mainly through, through people's exposure initially to real estate agents or is it through um, your other means? Yeah, it's very interesting. You raise that because I can remember the first time that I, um, so for people that don't know, we, we met each other through a BNI business, um, group and mm. I can distinctly remember going into that room and, and talking about what we do and, and the business and stuff and, and whatnot. And I, at that time there was about 50 people in that room and I, I think about 49 people had never heard of a buyer's agent. So, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and I was one of them. Yep. And, and honestly, it's, that's probably, you know, still, 
somewhat of a barrier there too for, for us, but also an opportunity, I think, because there is a lot of people who, you know, haven't heard of, of the service we do or, you know, it's not front of mind for them in terms of, um, you know, when they're thinking about property. And, and I think that is um, born out of, you know, the fact that it wasn't a great you know, a large part of, of the industry for such a long time. And, you know, properties, you know, it's, you know, the, the sort of Aussie dream and the, and the favourite pastime of most Australians. So, you know, everyone sort of thinks they know a little bit about property and they, they've got a, a bit of a, um, you know, they've got their own views on it and, and whatnot. So I think those are all sort of barriers to that and, and, and challenges, but also opportunities for us. And, um, you know, we're quite big and certainly in the last couple of years we've, you know, I really tried to work with different, um, you know, organisations and avenues to try and spread the word of, you know, what a buyer's agent does and, and how we add value to clients and, you know, be that through, you know, associations with, um, you know, the REIQ has been fantastic with that. Um, they're our, our industry body in Queensland and they've been mm. very good in the last couple of years of really giving us a platform to try and do that and we, we continue to try to do that with them. Um, REBA, which is our national buyer's agency body, uh, you know, we, we try and, um, you know, do some stuff through those guys and certainly um, we'll often have people who do come to us, you know, looking for a buyer's agent that have come through, you know, that avenue. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, marketing and those sorts of things, I, I guess a lot of that is, um, you know, it, it is done through the, the typical methods that you'll find these days, be it sort of social media or, you know, LinkedIn and those, you know, those avenues to try and, uh, I guess, put the message out there about what we do um, and, and um, what a buyer's agent is. Um, certainly, I think, you know, you know now and, and in, in the last couple of years, that relationship and that, uh, you know, I guess the, the sort of crossover knowledge from um, selling agents has been a big one. Uh, you know, that's, um, certainly much bigger than it was, you know, a number of years ago where mm. selling agents understand the role, understand, you know, the differentiator between the two and that it's, you know, we're not sort of working against each other and that's, you know, they've been, you know, good at putting that out there too to the market. Um, and doing things like this, mate, you know, we really appreciate the opportunity because these are opportunities to, to put a bit more, um, you know, information out there to, to the, you know, just the general public in terms of, you know what we do um, and the role that we play. So absolutely, um, yeah. We just try and take all those opportunities. Um, you know, as I touched on straight away, the BNI thing. You know, that was you know a room of forty nine people who didn't really know what the hell we even did. And from yeah. that, you know, they know another hundred people that they can talk. You know, it's all it expands on itself. So the more people and you know that you can talk to, the better. Um, and one of the biggest things that I know that there's many, you know, that, that try and do this and, and one of the biggest connections or I guess avenues that we can add value to other businesses, clients is sort of through those other, I guess, professionals that are, I guess, associated with the, the real estate game. So be that, you know, financial advisors, mortgage brokers, accountants where who have clients that, you know, are or will potentially go down the path of purchasing a property at some point, you know, really having them understand the role that we can play to add value to their clients as well. Like going through those avenues has, has expanded um, the knowledge and, and the, um, and the use of buyers agents. So it's really just trying to find all those avenues and work it as much as possible to, to get the word out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I can only say too, from my own, own personal experience, like we said, with that initial exposure, you know, that, that I had, and I had no, no understanding of it before. Um, and then even now too, talking about it again, it is, I think one of the advantages that, you know, then being a buyer's agent, that, that idea, um, for me has over say, um, I mean, not that we're comparing it with anything, but it is one of those ideas that I would imagine, I can only speak from my own personal experience, but it, it makes a lot of sense. So mm. like a good idea is a good idea. Uh, and so even if people don't, you know, even if they have no exposure and they don't, um, and they don't have a lot of awareness around it and there's a bit of education, you know, it's mm. all about, you know, educating people and um, and just sort of, informing them it's still to me anyway it was like a very it's a very obvious simple 
you know, you know, it makes, uh, it doesn't make, it doesn't make a lot of sense that it was never like that. I mean, I put it that way. Like it it was always, well, Oh, that's kind of weird, you know, because (laughs) it, it makes a lot more sense that it would have been like that initially. So, well, who knows? That'll probably be at, at some future point that will be the norm. I mean, I, I can imagine. I mean, I, I'm unable to see into the future of the real estate industry, but uh, I'm sure. I'm sure if I was, like a lot of people would be um, uh, wanting my number. That'd be like yes, uh, <laughs> I'd be calling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. If if I knew all the answers, which of course I don't. Um, well, let's hope you're right, Saul, because that sounds yeah. good to me. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm 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 only saying that because it just kind of makes sense to me. You know, it's kind of yep. you see trends with different industries over time. And there's a time when things are, um, are either have a monopoly, mm. you know, and then at some point something else comes along and it offers something that makes more sense. And, yeah. and for no other reason than everybody else agrees and recognises that fact that then they go, I mean, its own example in its own weird ways, like the transition from, say, uh, MySpace, I mean, to Facebook, which mm-hmm. was like mm-hmm. an instantaneous death overnight for poor old um, sort of MySpace. <laughs> but I always put that down to the fact that people sort of recognised overnight that there was something that had a far greater fo- um, um, focus on sort of content and their initial, you know, thing of, oh, that's not as visually interesting as MySpace, disappeared overnight. Like I remember mine did specifically. I was like, oh, that's heaps better. And then you just <laughs> feel out of MySpace and all their shares went down overnight and they went, you know, into uh, oblivion and then, um, you know, Facebook emerged. And I sort of put that down to, the, you know, it's, it, it's not a, a really accurate kind of comparison, but I think the idea is the same of people's, recognition sometimes quicker in that instance you know so sort of you know up down but sometimes slower but eventually i think people do realize those things yeah and it, it takes sometimes just more exposure and, and and you know more people talking about it which is the natural thing um, um but just like say on a on a um another question too if we're talking about investors or buyers, and sometimes those those people are the same, they're both you know buyers and investors. Do uh, have you got any I guess you know numbers or general feeling about um, are there more people who are looking to invest or more pe- people who are really just buying for themselves that use a buyer's agent more often? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, you know, from our experience in, in our business, it's probably, it's almost a, a 50-50. Like there are, there's certainly some, so to look at it from a buyer's agent perspective, there's certainly some buyer's agents who predominantly or only work with investors. So that's their business is, is to help investors um, through that process. But we're a little bit different to that. We, we help both homeowners and investors. And the reality and certainly in the last few years is that we probably work with more homeowners and investors, but it's a, it's relatively, you know, split down the middle. It might be a sort of a 60, 40 split, let's say, and, and, you know, and sometimes it's higher and sometimes it's, it's lower depending on what the market's doing and whatnot. But um, you know, I think it's a, it's a fairly even split across the two. And I think there's, you know, talking before about, you know, the value that can be sort of brought to the table. I think there's, um, sort of similar, but also different, um, you know, value that can be brought to the table, be it for um, investors or, um, you know, or owner-occupiers. Um, so it's just really, you know, understanding that and, um, and putting that, um, you know, putting that across to them and really, um, you know, helping them as much as we can in the elements that make the most, um, you know, most difference to them. Um, you know, yeah. sort of talking before, I might be biased all, but um, I think that you'd be, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't go down the path of buying now if I wasn't in the industry without a buyer's agent, just given what I know and, and, and what's sort of brought to the table uh, for the clients that we work with. And um, I think when you, um, you know, you're talking about the value that's sort of brought to the table, 
um, you know, one of the, you know, if you talk about the things that we sort of bring into the table with that, it's, you know, local knowledge for, for a start. You know, we do work with, um, you know, we work with uh, clients who are both, um, you know, local interstate buyers, people who are expats overseas. Um, but even for, for clients that have been living in Brisbane for 30 years, they sort of only know what they know. And often they've been in, you know, sim- you know the same house or, you know, only been in a couple of houses over that period of time. So being able to bring genuine local knowledge and, and um, you know, to the buyers, um, you know, that connection with the selling agents um, and having that, um, you know, that it plays a big part in, in a couple of, of avenues. Number one, it allows us to get access to properties, you know, pre and, and off market, um, you know, things that they otherwise, you know, those buyers otherwise may not hear about or know about that, you know, there might be the perfect property for them. It's out there, but they're just not seeing it, you know, popping up online, you know, having that access to that, is very important and often our relationship with the agents allows us to have a very different conversation um, than what say you know a typical buyer in in the market might be able to have with that agent that they've you know met five minutes ago you know we've a lot of the agents you know we're talking to on a weekly basis Um, you know we've got quite deep relationships with them we know you know, we can have open, you know, open and honest conversations with them. So it changes how you, you know, your communication with them and then the information that we might be able to, um, to, to sort of, um, you know, get through that conversation as well. So that's quite um, important for, for clients. Um, even down to, you know, the research element of it, you know, we sort of talked about that before where, you know, people probably don't have the time to really delve into it as, you know, as deeply as they should. Um, mm. You know, even for someone's home, we treat it, you know, still, yes, it's their home, but it's also an investment long term. You, you know, you, you still got to take that into consideration. So you know, there's very specific things and quite detailed uh, research that we'll go into for, for clients just to make sure that they have all the information that they need to help them make an informed decision on whether it's a property they, that they go for or, or, or not. Um and uh, one of those key parts of that is understanding the market value of that property. And that's another thing that we can sort of bring to the table there as well um, that, that's important because the understanding of, of the market and understanding the market value of the property um, both helps a client to be or a buyer to be confident about, you know, if they're going to, to make an offer and confident about, you know, the offer they're about to make is, you know, is the right one and then they're comfortable with it and also helps them to determine what they would pay for the property in the first place so you know that sort of um you know that sort of part of the process too having a a good understanding of that and then the general ones around you know we talked about before you know just generally saving time um and talking about the time that it takes i mean because we're looking at properties all the time you take an investor for instance we often get investors who come to us and be you know might say look we've got this budget and we're looking for you know quality home within 10 k's of the city and that's basically the brief um, and they're, you know, from Sydney or Melbourne or, or whatever the case might be, don't really know the market very well. I mean, they would spend hours trying to work out where the right suburbs were to buy, you know, what the right streets in those suburbs were to buy. No, it's such a, research. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like the, then, then if you're not going to actually come to the location, um, which a lot of people can't, yep. you know, that in itself is, is um, for such a big, investment is um i mean there's certain elements of risk there too isn't there of 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 not not sort of no i mean i can only i can only look back on um whilst we had generally good experiences in buying and selling Mm. i i would look back now and knowing how we felt after all those experiences was usually like absolutely hammered you know just (laughs) just you know obviously like i wish i had um now i mean it's all been done it's all fine but if if i had known of buyers agents and had known you then i would have been you know if i had known what i know now i wouldn't have <laughs> like hesitated whatsoever because it's, it's just so like even even just outside of everything else it's just uh you know even when it's a good experience it's emotionally draining like mm. massively it just like yeah. drains you and it's so time consuming and you know, there's um, so many reasons, but um, just in in sort of wrapping up, I suppose everything everything that we've um, talked about so far, 
Um, have you got, Nathan, a, mm. a quote that you would like to, um, to share with everyone that you feel is either relevant or, uh, or you just really like? It's funny because <laughs> <laughs> I saw this quote the other day and it really hammered home. And, and the quote is that I'm basically a full-time psychologist who looks at homes every now and then. And that is so true because one of the the biggest things, and we talk about this a a fair bit within our own office, is that we're really, it's the the, the emotion, even for investors that, you know, there's, there's, you know, obviously not as much emotion involved in that sort of a purchase, but just the, the understanding of each individual person and each individual client and what is important to them and how they like to be communicated with and, um, you know, how much emotion they're putting in into this particular purchase and all of those aspects of it to try and, you know, manage that from client to client. Um, I think, you know, a big part of the job is almost, you know, psychology. <laughs> I, can, you know, I, can, I can very much relate to that. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of people in a variety of different businesses would um, be in the same boat there. And I think, That's um, you know, understanding that and being able to, you know, I guess work with that and, and bring some understanding and some empathy and some, you know, patience to the table to really take the time to understand a, a client, understand their needs. And because at the end of the day, like that's the most important thing, you know, they, they, they're the ones that are, you know, they're coming to the table with specific needs and, and wants and, um, you know, and an outcome that they're really trying to get to. And I think if you can take the time and really, try and understand them and work with them as much as possible to, to, uh, to understand that. Uh, I think it goes a long way to getting the outcome in the end. Um, and sort of what I touched on at the, at the start that I really, one of the things I love about this job is that it's not just about the, the product or the, the, you know, it's not, you know, it's not really just about the the home in the end. Uh, There's a lot of things that go behind that to, to get that right result. And, um, I think it, you know, it takes a lot of, um, you know, a lot of, you know, you've got to be prepared to put the time in and really, you know, um, respect and understand the client. Yeah. I think like all, all cliches aside, you know, mm. I think all of that actually like makes it very, very obvious that you actually do like, you know, care about things, which is, is I know that those terms are used a lot. I mean, people saying we care, but you know, the, the doing of things does, does make that more, obvious than just the, mm. uh, I mean, the talking about it. And I think that's, I mean, that's very true with you guys. And it's such a important, um, role. And it's great to have, have like someone on your team, you know, to, mm. um, to see you through it all, you know, given, yep. I mean, it's, it's great to have that, whatever you do or whatever you're buying or whatever, you know, whoever you're, um, getting you to, to help you with a, a service or, or a product, but, especially so with a, you know, the biggest purchase of your life. <laughs> it's a yeah, big one. Oh, absolutely. So, and it's a big thing that we talk about within our offices, um, you know, that, that service and, and what we bring to the table for the client. And we, we have sort of a term within our business of, you know, client for life. And it doesn't, it's not just the, the time frame of, you know, the transaction that it's important. And, you know, that, you know we, we make an effort to, and you end up being, um, you know, become friends with the, you know, the clients that you work with because of you know, the amount of emotion that goes into it, the amount of time that goes into it and, um, you know, what you, what you sort of, you know, you're going on the journey with them and, um, you know, yep, you're right. Like a lot of people talk about that and I'm sure that most people are like that and I hope they are um, in terms of their dealings with their clients and various businesses. But we, um, we, we certainly, you know, try and live by that. And, um, it's certainly a big part of, you know, how I feel, you know, you should operate. And I think it, um, it, it shows in, you know, for us in the longevity of, of the business and, and the fact that many of our clients are either referred or repeat business. And, and we're very proud of that. Um, and I think that that's always something you should, you know, aspire to, um, you know, within whatever you do, that that's, um, you know, ultimately how you conduct, conduct yourself. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. So, um, yeah, just once again, thanks so much, um, you know, for sharing Pleasure. all that about the business. It was, it's great to have you on. 
Um, so in, in sort of saying that too, I'll just ask you if you wouldn't mind just to share um, some details, website, um, are there any information that you'd like to share about how people can learn more about about the business, about a property pursuit and the best way to get in contact with you guys? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, they can certainly go to our website uh, at propertypursuit.com.au. Um, that's that's certainly one way um, that you can do it. I'm more than happy for people to contact me directly. So um, my my direct email is just nathan at propertypursuit.com.au. Pursuit spelled P-U-R-S-U-I-T. People get that wrong quite often. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, and my contact number um, is zero four one seven five nine zero one double four and um, always more than happy for people to get in contact if they're thinking about um, about buying or you know whether it be now or six or twelve months down the track or whatever it might be um, you know, I'm more than happy to talk to them even if it you know if it turns out that's just a general chat to confirm some things that they've got in their mind or you know have you know some questions answered um, you know, if there is some way that we can provide some guides or, or some help, I'm more than happy to do that. So, you know, I really encourage people that if they are thinking about buying that, um, you know, even if they do go it alone in the end, I'm still more than happy to talk to them through that and just talk them through you know, any of the concerns or questions that they have and, you know, maybe the ways that we might be able to help if, um, if that is the way that, um, you know, that, that is best for them. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks so much again. So, with that in mind, that's actually it for today, guys. Thanks so much for listening into our podcast yet again. Before we go, please leave your feedback as well as any suggestions for topics you would like us to discuss in future episodes. Thanks again for listening to the Grow Your Business podcast and we'll see you again soon. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Grow Your Business. Have a great day and we'll see you next time here at the Grow Your Business podcast.